Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is definitely the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with J. Scott McMillan. J. Scott McMillan is the author of a book called Be the Hero of Your Life, and he wrote that story, or that book, I should say, because we can all apply the hero's journey to our own lives and live a life that is fulfilling and impacts others in an authentic way. So if you're curious, how does the story of Luke Skywalker relate to your own personal journey in life? This is the episode you need to check out. So sit back and relax, unless you're working or driving. In that case, please pay attention to what you're doing there as well, as we have a conversation with Jay Scott McMillan. Here we go. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing? And welcome back to your own show. Living the dream in beautiful Corpus Christi, Texas. It's about 75 today. Oh, man, that's a chilly day out there for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I did have long sleeves on this morning, but I'm good now. Uh, I was just telling my wife uh, earlier before we got on this call that because uh, she asked me how the weather was here in Dallas now that I'm, I've been up here three months. And I told her, you know, babe, it, it hasn't been warmer than like 35, 40 degrees since I've been here. And, you know, just now as we were talking about the weather before the, the recording, I realized, hey, it's almost 60 degrees today. Like, there you go. Summer is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets hot up there. Oh, boy. That's what everybody keeps telling me. Uh, well, you know, as always, we didn't get on here to start recording and talk about the weather. We have a special guest calling in from Kansas City, Kansas, uh, or Kansas City, Missouri, depending on which side of the state line he's on. And that's Jay Scott McMillan. I talked about him during the intro. And uh, so here he is to have a conversation with us about uh the, the hero's journey in our lives. So how can you have that hero's journey? And then also those top five limiting beliefs that keep us in the rut. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing great guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Nice. Um, appreciate you taking the time to, to you know, connect with us and a special shout out and thanks to um, Sarah Bean from book launchers because she's the reason why we're even connected. And she's brought us a couple of other good guests like April Jones and Will Hung uh, that we've published recently. So, uh, so far she has not disappointed and she makes great connections with the show. Uh, Brandon, take it away. <laughs> That's good to say. Uh, yeah, I like her too. She's Sorry. pretty cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've been watching old clips of like the David Letterman show and Johnny Carson. So I'm like Ed McMahon right now. I don't know why. Anyway, there we go. Uh, One of the reasons that Scott on the show is because he has a new book, uh, Be the Hero of Your Life, and really find out more about that and uh, kind of what led you to that. And so, Scott, I would just say welcome and uh, tell us a little bit about what led you to this topic and deciding to write it. All right, great. Well, um, interestingly enough, I really love the name of your guys' podcast, uh, Beyond the Rut, because that's really where it started for me. Um, I call it typically being stuck, but when I turned 40, I just found myself really stuck in life in a place where uh, things weren't moving forward. And, uh, I'd had a, a good, um, good job life, a good family life, everything, everything in, in, 
you know, up to this point was going along pretty good. And then I just hit this rut. This just got stuck and I didn't know how to get out of it. And uh, so I was just going through, you know, some struggles and I started journaling a lot and uh, sort of this book started forming. And at the time I was also looking for kind of, you know, everything in my relationships, in my career, you know, changes. And uh, as the book started to formulate, uh, I, I realized that I enjoyed writing and I enjoyed talking about topics that could help people sort of get out of this rut. And I have a degree in psychology, but I haven't really used it up until this point. I went out and worked in business and in technology and uh, writing this book, I realized how much I enjoyed this concept of talking about how to help the average person who's either been successful and then hit this, you know, stuck state or just somebody that's been struggling for a, for a while to try to move their life forward. And uh, I, at that point, I realized I wanted to become a life coach and, and, and write this self-help book. And along the way, I found this guy, Joseph Campbell. And he's basically the father of the hero's journey. And it just inspired me so much because the hero's journey is a, is a, is a format that, that is typically used in Hollywood and movies and stories and, and, and basically every story out there is this same structure and theme of a hero that we follow through the story. And typically right. at the beginning of the story, they're not a hero. They don't know they're a hero. They don't want to be a hero. They're just living their ordinary life. And that's where I found myself in this sort of, I'm in this ordinary kind of life, but I knew there was something more for me. And that's the story of the hero's journey that you have to go on this journey to face your fears and to, you know, find the treasure of your life. And that's what makes people heroes. And I thought, gosh, that's kind of like my story. That's really kind of like everybody's story. So that's really the crux of the book. I love that because I think sometimes we think it's almost like a Superman type thing. I need to automatically uh, evolve into Superman, you know, in a phone booth or whatever. Not that some young people even know what a phone booth is, but uh, it's not a quick transformation. It's a journey to go on and it takes a while. Right. It does. And that it's that journey is that taking a while that gives you the substance to then you know, face your fears and to, and to, you know, find the treasure. It's the, it's that journey. And if things come too easy, it, you know, it, it's not going to, you know, be as, uh, as special. That's right. a common, that's a common thing we've come across with the guests on our show is that it wasn't just like things were handed to them on the silver platter. There's often, if not always a, uh, a trial of some kind, a low point, a rut that people hit that said, you know what, I don't want to live life this way anymore. This is, there's more to life than this. There's everything, things can be better. And that's what seems to spur them on to do better and then start helping others do better. And then that's when we get these cool stories we get to share on the show. Um, for those who aren't familiar with uh, Joseph Campbell's work around the, the structure of the hero's journey. And I, I remember seeing a uh, documentary about the hero's journey as it connected to Luke Skywalker's character. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what are kind of the, the, the steps or the phases that a hero goes through on that journey? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I could talk about this all day, but um, yeah, there, so there's basically 12 stages of the hero's journey. And the, I think the most interesting ones are come at the beginning. And uh, the, the first stage is the ordinary world. And this is, like I mentioned, this is where the hero is just living their ordinary 
life. They don't know anything about being a hero or, or anything else. And that's how a story starts, right? It's status quo. Here's how the story starts off. And then something happens that calls them to adventure. So it's called to adventure is the second stage. And this could either be a calling or a knowing. And in my case, I had just felt there was more for me out there. I didn't really know what it was, but I had this feeling. And I love using Star Wars, huge Star Wars fan. And so uh, the story I use in, in the book about uh, a good example of that ordinary world, but you have this calling is in the very first uh, uh, Star Wars movie, Luke is on the desert planet and he's working for his aunt and uncle as a moisture farmer or whatever they are yeah. doing. And he has this calling. He wants to be, you know, join the resistance and, and fight, you know, f- fly TIE fighters or Star Star Wars. or And so he, they have this scene where he comes up and he looks out on these twin moons and this big music starts to rise. And you can just tell he's looking out like, boy, there's something more for me out here. And I, I use that example a lot you know, in the book. And then, uh, and then of course his, his call to adventure, then his uh, uncle, you know, gets killed by the, by the, you know, the enemy. And he's now forced out into his journey, if you will. Yeah. So the call to adventure can be a catastrophic event where it's either, you know, in our, in our world, a loss of a job, um, you know, a, a divorce, uh, death of a loved one. These are catastrophic events that happen in our life and push us out into the, our unknown world, into the area where you have to, you know, it's unknown. We don't know what to do. But again, that's what makes the heroes is they've got to figure it out. Yeah. It's like they've been thrown out of their comfort zone in a sense, right? Right. Yeah. They throw it out of their comfort zone. And the, really one of the keys to the whole hero's journey concept, if you want to use it for a personal, uh, you know, information and help is to face your fears. It's, it really is the, the key issue I think of sort of self-help is we all are, are fearful, but the key is you've got to go through it. And that's when you become the hero. That's when you gain the power, but it's hard. We all know how hard it is to, <laughs> you know, get out of our comfort zone, face that fear, the thing that, that just we're so afraid of it, but that's how you, that's how it ha- always happens. That's what's so funny to me about uh, these kind of stories and and similar stories we've had on the show before is everybody hopes it's it's easier, quicker, more comfortable, but it's not. They're all pretty much the same. They're difficult. They take a, a lot of uh, getting over the fear, the anxiety, and the and the doubt to push through that. But every time somebody does that, they're glad they did. I, I've never heard anybody regret taking that chance, even if it failed the business or whatever route they went down because it, they learned something that, that fear and anxiety can, can hold you only as long as you allow it to hold you. Yeah. I like that. And isn't it funny how, uh, society and or specifically marketing and commercials and TV really is trying to say, Oh, here's the easy way. Just take the easy way. <laughs> yes. You know, just do yeah. this. And yet, you know, so it's, so it's hard, you know, to actually go against that um, because there's so much, you know, inundation and actually Joseph Campbell talks about that is that we're almost mesmerized into this, you know, this uh, culture of more is better. And, uh, you know, if I can just, you know, make more money and get more things and we're just mesmerized and we have to break out of that. And so as the hero sort of is in this uh, trance, if you almost, he's got to break, he or she's got to break out of that. And that's what, really creates a good hero. 
It is fascinating because when you think about it, a, a personal trainer would do a commercial that said, you know, basically, if you meet with me three times a week for six weeks, I can get you down about five to 10 pounds and improve your overall health or body weight or whatever it is. But another commercial that says, if you take this pill, you'll lose a thousand pounds. People are buying that left and right. It's way more popular than doing the work to get there. But I think what's good about your story is if you do the work and you become that, you can stay there. Because if you go the quick route, it's much harder to stay wherever it is you are, whatever you've accomplished. It's easier to lose it. Yeah. And it's in that, like I said before, it's in that journey that you learn how to do that. And, and you get the, the strength and the resilience. So talk a little bit about, you mentioned uh, on, on your webpage anyway, that uh, people focus on the symptoms instead of getting to the root of problems. Talk a little bit about that and how you expounded on that in the book. Again, going through this on my own, I realized that, you know, I had to quit going to, I was suffering from a lot of, you know, back pain and stomach pain. It was sort of undiagnosed. They couldn't figure out what it was. And I finally realized it was just unmanaged stress. And during this time of sort of figuring out that there was more out there for me, but I knew I had to change my life. I knew I had to stop trying to look outwardly to try to find the solutions and looking for doctors. And I realized there was something inside of me. And that's when I sort of took this inner journey to realize that it's, it's inside of me and I've got to start thinking differently and behaving differently. Um, and, and up to that point, I was just looking outside, looking at symptoms, looking outside for what is, you know, what is stopping me, what's holding me back. And I think that was the key for me. And I literally heard this voice in the shower one morning that, that said, you must be doing something wrong. This is just no way to live life. <laughs> and I was like, literally, you know, it just had, it just was this penetrating just thought and voice in my head. And I just, from that day forward, I said, I don't know how the heck I'm going to do this or whatever, but I got to start doing something different. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Show, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. And that's where we find a lot of people are. You just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. And it, it would be nice if we would push past that fear before that moment. But it usually takes that frustration or getting fired or some major medical event to make us say, I'm going to do this because I really have nothing to lose now. I am so frustrated and sick of where I'm at. I'm going to push through it. What I like about your book is it's a great kind of step-by-step way of, of doing that today without the pain, without the job loss or the medical issue or whatever it is. You can start to do that without a major medical, major event in your life. Yeah, I, I think um, that we all 
have the ability to do that and that the call to adventure, like I said, can be a knowing or a calling that you just need, you just need to do something different like we talked about, or it can be something catastrophic. It doesn't have to be. But the interesting thing is then stage three of the hero's journey is refusal of the call. And this is what we talked about. We're afraid. We don't want to change. We don't want to do something different. And we refuse the call to adventure. And, and lots of movies, lots of heroes will do this. They'll refuse. They're like, get away. I don't want to, I don't want to go become a hero. <laughs> go get somebody else. Yeah, go get somebody else. I don't want, I don't want to do this. And that is when, uh, that's when the universe is going to knock you on your butt again, though. It, when you have had the calling, and t- you are going to get reminded of that over and over and over in one way or another until you answer the call. And um, that's the next stage is to answer the call and cross the threshold. And it's that crossing of the threshold. Then you finally decided one way or the other, I'm going to face my fears. And now there's no turning back. I mean, you're in this unknown world, you're in uncharted territory and all you can really do is go forward. Right. I, I love those spots because as a pastor being called into ministry is it, I'd spent many years fighting that. It's like, no, anybody else, but me, not me, not me, not me. Yeah. But when you lean into it, you realize that that sense of joy and, and just passion that you have for it is unmatched anywhere else. And we even see that with the, the folks we talk with who say, I want to write a book. I want to start a business. I want to start a podcast. And, you know, it's been years and they still have not taken that step or even that first step of doing some research or getting some equipment or a pen and some paper. And when you hear, like, when you ask them how it's going, they'll give you just a ton of excuses. Like, you know, I really wanted to start it, but my job took me away. Or I really wanted to start, but um, my my kid had the flu. And you're like, your kid had the flu two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Every day for two years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's just like we find these excuses to hold on to. It may not be, you know, I'm not qualified to be that hero or I may not be qualified to go on that journey or it's too big, it's too scary. You know, it's not, you know, taking on Darth Vader, but it's, you know, these little things that we put in front of us. Like I have this obligation to my work or I have this obligation to this other group or whatever it is, find some barrier to put in place in front of us as that refusal of a call when all we really need to do is reprioritize, I think. Um, Have you run into things like that, Scott? And uh, what's kind of a typical barrier you see your clients putting in front of themselves? Well, I think, uh, to let me just round out a little bit of the hero's journey and then I'll move into that because um, when I go work with clients, we go back and look at our limiting beliefs and figure out what are some of these things that are holding us back that we're subconsciously. Mm-hmm. But before we you know, get to that, okay. I want to mention like in the, in the circle and circling through the hero's journey, uh, those first four stages are really, really important. But then we go through that journey and we're facing our fears and we're slaying the dragons, if you will, and, and fighting the bad guys. Um, and then we finally have figured out how to, or at least take a step in the right directions to, find our treasure, um, which, which in all stories, you know, beating the bad guys, finding the treasure, whatever that is. And in our case, or in my case, it was really understanding what were some of the reasons that were holding me back. And I had to go through some of that introspection and, and look back and, you know, talk to therapists and, and read a bunch of self-help books and, and 
shutting outside world and just take some time and know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some work and effort if I'm going to you know, find the treasure, which is knowing myself better. And then you come back and, and the, the hero's journey is always depicted in a circle because you, you go through the 12 stages, you come back, and then stage 12 is the return. And that is where you've not only found the treasure, which is actually around step nine, um, but you've been able to carry it back because the, the other one of the, the interesting parts of the hero's journey is that once you think you found the treasure, you may not have because <laughs> the universe is going to try to test you one more time and say, do you really think you have it? Do you really have it? And sometimes the, <laughs> the biggest tests in your life are when you think you got the treasure and you're coming, you know, carrying that back to the village, uh, uh, you know, they attack you again. And this is the most interesting part. So it, the universe is smart about that. It's like, uh, I'm going to really make sure you have the treasure. And at that point, you get to the return. And of course, in the movies, it's bring the treasure or whatever the gift is back to the tribe, back to the village. And to then tell your story about here's how I did it. Here's how I went through this great, you know, epic battle and so on. Uh, and then you start on your next journey. And that's what the beautiful part of it is. It's a circular that we're going through journeys all through our life. But once you go through that first journey, you now have this, this immense knowledge and, and sort of power that you gain by going through that journey. So the next journey, you're more prepared. Now you're on a different path, but you're more prepared now to face some of the stuff that you had before. I think that's so key because the journey is the point. It's not the destination. And so if you don't enjoy the journey, then you're going to be miserable and, and frustrated your whole life because life is just one big journey from one place to another. And I think sometimes we look at just the prize. I want to be this or be that. It's the real journey of it that you have to enjoy. Yeah, it, it's, yeah it's the process. You know, we all know that in just simplicity in life. It's like, if you don't enjoy the process, it's just going to be painful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, in all areas of life. Um, but what I, what I found is that after I finished my hero's journey and I wrote the book and I, um, I, or I, I've got the first half of the book, really, it's sort of, the book is sort of two halves. The first half is going through the whole hero's journey. I realized that, okay, I know myself better now as, as going. And what I did was I put my life into all 12 stages. I literally, and I help my clients do this, and it's in the book where I have exercises where I say, okay, where were you in stage one? If I teach you about stage one of the hero's journey, then you put your life into stage one, stage two, stage three, and you really get this in-depth view of like who you are, what you've been, what the stuff you've been through has made you who you are today. It gives you a really good understanding of who you are, where you've been. Um, and it also gives you the courage then to, now that you've done it before, you've seen that you've been a hero at points in your life, I can do anything. I can do whatever it is. So the next question is, what do I want? Where do I want to go? What do I want out of my life? You know? And I realized that I hadn't really provided that. So then I went into the second part of just diving into all the research, put my psychology hat on, my research hat, and found what really I thought were the best ways to then do that, get from point A to Z. And the first one is to go deeper into that limiting belief area, because this is what I find, in, and you'll read in most self-help books, is that we all have these limiting beliefs that were created when we were children as a coping mechanism. The problem is those get buried into our subconscious, and we carry those out throughout our adult life. And then they come out at the most inappropriate time <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they sabotage us. And that's what I really was finding in my life was, I was sabotaging myself. But why? So I, I found, think, yeah, go ahead. 
I was just thinking some of those beliefs come from people that didn't succeed. And so it would make sense that you need other people around you that did succeed to put better beliefs inside of you, the getting help kind of aspect of that. Well, that's true. And actually, I didn't really mention that, but it is key to the hero's journey is mentors, finding good mentors. Um, it's actually stage four of the hero's journey is finding the mentor. So take it back to Luke Skywalker. You know, he finds Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, um, you know, you've got to have that, that mentor that's going to carry you through and teach you some of that. But then ultimately, you've got to do it on your own. But it is surrounding yourself, you know, with people that have been there and done that. I've found uh, there's a lot of people that were surrounding themselves with negative inputs. You know, maybe it was your parents, your, your mates growing up or, you know, whatever that just said, well, you know, you can't do that. You can't write a book. You can't, you know, publish this or start a business. And so that mentor for me is really just someone speaking into me against that kind of language. It's like that can't and won't never and all that kind of stuff need to come out of your vocabulary. Yeah. It's a really, really good point to sometimes you have to do the tough thing and clear out some of that negative energy in your life. And that's not always easy, but when you find and surround yourself with positive people and positive energy, it's makes all the difference. Absolutely. So what would you say to someone that saw this book and thought, well, it's, it's probably for somebody else, but I'm not doing that bad. I'm not in a lot of ruts, but I'm not necessarily living my best life. How does this book really speak to those people? Mm, that's a great question because I really struggled with, with this question because to tell you the truth, guys, I had this amazingly wonderful life as a, as a child and growing up and literally I just really had no adversities at all and uh, up until I hit 40 and then it's just, it just poof, came tumbling down and I really wasn't prepared for dealing with hardship because I, I didn't, hadn't gone really gone through that. And so I had to, um, I had to struggle with this a little bit because I, as an avid reader, I read about these people that came from these really hard situations in life and, and, struggled through it and, and got through these barriers and, and went on to do great things. And I thought, wow, I really don't have a story like that. Um, I've just been a pretty average guy or whatever. And I sort of felt guilty about, you know, trying to talk to people about, you know, my suffering and pain when I thought it just didn't compare. And then I realized, you know, there's so many people that like me uh, that have had, you know, okay lives, but we just know there's more out there. And also, you almost you can't really compare suffering because um, you know we all go through it. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? You know, whether it's been really, really hard or tragic, or you're just sort of living this mediocre life when you know there's more. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to just sit there, or are you going to do something about it? And that's what this book really is goes to the heart of is uh, average people that have either been up and now are down, or have been struggling. This, these are ways to view life in a different way and to know that you can get ahead. That's such a great perspective because I'm, uh, I've said that before to my wife. I'm like, I think we probably hurt our children by giving them a good life. We need to, you know, let them live on the street a little bit, face some adversity. And because uh, I'm the same way, I grew up really good. I didn't really face a whole lot of stuff. So uh, I love these stories of, you know, I grew up in the ghetto and I became, you know, president or whatever. And it's like, 
I, I can't have one of those stories because I didn't, I didn't come from very much adversity, but uh, I, I, I love the concept of the book because I think it speaks to anyone. It's not necessarily that your life is bad. It's that it's not great. You're, you're, li- you're living a mediocre life. Like you said, you're getting by, but you're not really meant to survive this. You're meant to thrive. Uh, great, great word, thrive. You know, the other thing, uh, uh, in the book, I use a lot of movie metaphors because we can all relate to movies. Well, who doesn't like a good movie? Um, and the Hero's Journey concept really is about the structure of what, it, what a good movie is or story is. And so one of the things, and it goes, ties into this theme about just, you know, the average, you know, person out there is that if we, we can all look at movies and find that calling in the movie, we are just like the heroes in all the movies we see. And that's the key thing to, to, I think, to remind people about the hero's journey and about watching movies is that, in fact, I, I'll challenge the listeners to next time you watch the movie, look specifically at the hero and, and look and find, you know, when were they in their ordinary world where they weren't a hero? And then what happened that made them have to go through the movie and become a hero? And how did they handle that? And then to realize your life is just like that. You're just like <laughs> a hero in there. And to use movies as this motivation that, gosh, if the, if the guy on the screen, guy or the gal on the screen that's the hero or the heroine can do it, I can do it too. And to use that as motivation. And that is just for everybody. Right. We, we tend to have more faith in other people than we do in ourselves. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and that's another beauty of, of watching movies. You know, if you've ever had, you know, you've looked at this movie and a lot of people, you know, revere movie stars quite a bit. And yet when you realize it, they're no different than you are. You right. are all the same. And we go through the same stuff. So what's next for you? Where, where do you go from here after uh, the book launch and it makes millions of dollars? What, what's your next plan? Well, it's interesting. I, I never really thought of myself as, as a writer. Um, uh, I, um, although this is my second book, I, I wrote another book that was in, in marketing at the time I was doing internet marketing and, um, and I, I was, uh, I, I was a technical trainer for, for a lot of years. I did writing. It was pretty technical writing, but it was just sort of here and there or whatever, but going through this process of really writing sort of the book, you know, that I want, you know, to sell millions I realized, boy, I love this process. I loved even the editing, the boring part where you're looking at every comma and period. I love that. So I'm going to be <laughs> writing a lot more books. Um, I want to just continue to spread this message about the hero's journey, how to use it as a, a light into our lives and, and to, to help people understand that, that we can always be the hero of our lives. In fact, that we always have been, we just have to own it and know that we are and that we can, we can do it. So I'm hoping to, get on any stage and uh, talk about those concepts. Wow. I love that. That way you put that. We, we are now, you just have to go out there and, and live it, claim it for your own. Yeah. Yeah. So if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? How do they uh, connect you and maybe take advantage of not, not just your book, but also your life coach? Yeah. So they can reach me at website at J, the letter J, uh, the J Scott McMillan.com. And um, so I, I, Jay is, is my first name. It's my, also my pen name. I go by Scott, but it's jscottmcmillan.com. But I also have 
uh, it, it's interesting because I put together a couple little mini ebooks that um, that I have out there, and one of them goes perfect with with this show, and it uh, it's called uh, How to Get Unstuck in Your Life. So a little bit different language, but it's the same concept. And uh, I'd love to uh, have the listeners go ahead and, and get that little mini ebook, and you can find that at the URL yourunstuck.com. So it's y o u r unstuck.com, and they can download that free little mini mini book on how to get unstuck. And there's some exercises in there that it'll guide you through there to make you think a little bit differently and how to move your life forward. Oh, I really like that. And if they're in the Kansas City area and just want to drop by your house, what's your home address that maybe they could just come knock on the door? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't even have an office. I just work out, <laughs> work out of here. I just actually work out of coffee shops. I love coffee shops. I meet cool. tons of people in different coffee shops. So you can find me in any Starbucks around the Kansas City area for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or send him an email and say, hey, I'll buy you a coffee. Meet me there. Yeah, Perfect. somebody out there right now is like challenge accepted and visiting every coffee shop they can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I'd love it. That'll work. <laughs> and that's how J. Scott McMillan got his first stalker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way to go, go, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. I'm teaching people how to file restraining order. Uh, that's, that's my good. first book. <laughs> well, thanks, Scott, for joining us and uh, talking about your book and all of this. I think uh, people are going to get a lot out of it. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I, I, like I said, I love, love your guys' podcast. I love the concept. We are talking the same language for sure. Now, if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 219. There you'll find links to J. Scott McMillan's book, his website, and so much more. Now, the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. That's right. If you feel courageous to go over to a total stranger you have not met yet, then do that. Be the first. Do it. Now, maybe it's a neighbor you do know and you're close with them do that too you know chances are if they don't like you they gotta sell the house they gotta get a new lease somewhere it's gonna take a lot of effort for them to move away from you and you know maybe they weren't that good of a neighbor to begin with no i'm kidding um in any case uh, we're so glad you joined us this week and we do look forward to joining you again next week as we bring another episode of beyond the rut until then go live life beyond the rut take care You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.